Hello, I'm Alex Ross and welcome back to another episode of Why Am I Like This? With a new supreme version of me who has now been vaccinated and I am fucking buzzing about it. I was embarrassingly excited to go and get my jab. Like, I was so excited you would have thought it was like a wee holiday or something. I was buzzing out my seat for it. Just honestly felt like <laughs> I was like oh my god I've won the lottery it's the best day ever it took forever to get like the wee thing through so I'm dead happy that I now have it and again I'm very very excited I'm so happy about it because it feels like I can actually do things now I can't you know everyone's got to get it done but it does feel like oh my god I won't have to do everything in my house anymore and I can actually go out and see people and stay out past 10 that would be nice, wouldn't it? I'd love to stay out past 10. What's that like? I forgot what it's like to stay out past 10. I was booking things the other week and I was like, oh, normal time to go for dinner would be like seven. And I was like, no, I can't go out at seven because then I've only got three hours. What? And then I was like, right, well, what's a, <laughs> what time can I have dinner? I'm pushing it back. It's like four o'clock now. <laughs> which seems like a ridiculous time I don't know when I'll eat before that but that's a story for another time that's a different issue I'm just happy to be out and about and I'm buzzing to have my jab and maybe feel like things can you know slightly go I don't want to say normal because everyone keeps doing that new normal it's very annoying and I'd strongly dislike it things can just be more fun that's all I want just more fun and to spend less time in my room is really That'd be the goal, uh, <laughs> to spend less time in one area within my house. That would be lovely. It's not a big ask, you know? Today I started off feeling like a big adult, right? I got up and I was like, time to sort my car insurance. And I was ready for it because you know how, for some stupid reason, whenever you get any kind of insurance, they send you through a wee email to be like, hey, your renewal's coming up and we can definitely do it cheaper. A hundred percent. And then you look on like we compare the market and that and it's not cheaper at all. They're lying. And everyone's always like, oh, just phone them. Just phone them and that'll fix it right up. You phone them, you tell them, hey, babes, I can get this much cheaper somewhere else. And they're like, ah, no worries I'll just boff off a hundred quid for you that's what everyone makes it out like it's like that's not what happened to me I phoned them up and I said hey boys my car insurance is up for renewal what a day for you so I'm thinking we do it a bit cheaper than what you said um and he was like yep yeah, cool fine that sounds good I'm like, oh, fucking onto a cracker here I didn't even have to wait that long on hold I was like this is dreamy boys absolutely cracking and then <laughs> he was like okay like we can definitely do it cheaper for you fantastic I was like great and he was like we'll have to change your address I was like yeah like I said I need to change my address because I've been hella lazy and I haven't done that yet and it's not felt important I was like for the renewal can I change that and he's like yeah we'll have to do it first before the renewal so I'm like okay being the fucking gullible idiot that I am I'm like cool she passed me on to some other boyo this boyo does that for me and he's like it's gonna be nine pounds I was like excuse me what he's like, yeah it's got nine pounds for admin fees to change her address and I was a bit annoyed right but I was like okay you know in the grand scheme of things 
I'm thinking in my head I'm getting a half a couple couple hundred of my car insurance which now saying it out loud does sound unachievable but in my head I was like in the grand scheme of things nine pound compared to the couple hundred that I am getting off is absolutely nothing so we're chill <laughs> cool. I was like okay fine here's the details from my card etc etc we got that sorted out he's like okay you have to get passed on to somebody else which is I get it but it's also annoying right can we not just one loon do it all would that be too much to ask is it too much to ask for one loon just to get ah and done no ridiculous anyway passed on to this other lassie and by this point we're like 40 minutes in almost an hour of me chatting to these folk trying to be you know just my most charming self <laughs> i don't know if there is a charming version of me but you know what i mean like trying to be like proper like oh thanks so nice so helpful because if you go in all guns blazing you're like i want fucking money off they're not gonna give that to you that's not how it works i was like nice as pie i am so nice give me money off and then it got to the gal and she's like okay seeing as now you've changed your address it's now going to be this much i was like babes i can get it literally a couple hundred less on compare the market I was ready. I was ready for the haggling. Born for it. I was like, oh, I've watched Only Fools and Horses for years. I, I can about haggling. I was r- so ready, so excited. And she was just like, yeah, that's what happens. I'm like, what? But <laughs> in your e- your e- email, it says you can do it cheaper. And this gal could not give a shit. She's either having a really bad day or really hates her job. And she just could not be arsed. And she was like, yeah, that that happens you're just gonna have to cancel and renew i was like okay so what's happened here is i've been conned out of nine pound to change my address for the three days that i have left on your insurance just to cancel and then buy your insurance again but through a different site and she was just like yeah that's what happens. Not even like I saw about it, babe. She was just like, yeah. Fucking, so... Eh, I thought I was phoning up. I was going to get a couple hundred pound off. Uh, I spent nine pounds. I spent nine pounds to have some man type my new address into a computer. So, clearly I'm either A, shit at haggling, or B, just a gullible idiot that should have said no. I just don't understand. I feel like I always hear about people and like, I got heaps of cash off when I did this. That's not for me. It never happens to me. Why does it not happen? I'd like <laughs> I'd like some kind of cash back, lads. I thought I was being a big adult. I was like, oh, look at me absolutely smashing all these things that I need to do out. Put on a wash as well. Although, uh, although I put on a wash, left the house, and Laura texted me and she's like, what have you put in the washing machine like clothes obviously like a normal person she's like yeah there's definitely something in there because it's rattling around i was like nah nah i would have noticed it was a plug it was the plug for my phone charger i don't know where the cable is i have no idea where the cable is it didn't come out of the wash so it's mysteriously gone because cables like phone chargers and all that kind of jazz are things that go missing they just disappear out of my life and i have no clue where they are like face masks at the moment, I've no nay clue where they are. They just disappear. What's are they in jacket pockets? Nope. Are they in my bag? Nope. No idea where they are. They just poof. 
into thin air. And I feel like I've bought heaps of them and they all just keep vanishing on me. And again, I'd, <laughs> I'd like some kind of money or maybe I would just have a system. You know what would be better if I just had some kind of system in anything in life? I have absolutely no <laughs> systems. Some things I'm like super strict on. I have such a precise system that I like to be in place. Some things, no system whatsoever. I was packing my bag a day because I've got a few nights out and I need to be prepped to like go to work and then get changed there and blah 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 for all those kind of things. And I just every time I start packing it's nothing but sheer panic that comes over me. I just don't understand where it comes from. You should probably write a list and then pack from the list. No. I just sheer panic throwing things in a bag. I'll definitely have forgotten something. A hundred percent. It'll be something you actually need like pants or something like that. A hundred percent will be something that I need and I've forgotten to take it. Something that's so so common sense that's such a common sense thing to take that you'd be like how in the fucking world would you forget that this boy will forget it without fail every time i don't know how i do it like i'm gonna need to find that phone charger because <laughs> i've hopefully got another plug cutting about because otherwise i'm not gonna be able to charge my phone that's a bit of an issue <laughs> I actually need that. It's got all my details for absolutely everything. And if it runs out of battery, I will be absolutely fucked. It's my only backup. I mean, if it goes and the hard drive's gone, I've got nothing. I've got, I've got nothing left. <laughs> that's how. That's how I think I'll be if I release my phone too. I feel like I've gone off on a wee tangent here. I'm just like speaking, but also in my brain, I'm trying to think about the things I actually need to pack. The problem is. I started packing by being like right well what do I want to wear out and I'm obviously putting on an outfit and going I fucking hate that it looks ridiculous and then throwing it away and then there's just a wee pile of clothes a sad pile of all the clothes that I hate and I think make me look ugly and as the pile rises my temper rises and my will to not cry also shoots right up (laughs) it's a definite thing right Especially if you're packing in advance. If I am going out, like, oh, here, do you want to come out in, like, half an hour? That's better. I like that kind of, like, instant, because I don't have time to think about it and panic. If I've got lots of time, that's when I'll have a real panic about it and I'll overthink it. And now I've put in an outfit that makes me look like a traffic cone. It does. It's like a orange dress okay here's a nice description for you it's like an orange dress but it puffs out at the bottom so i think it kind of looks a bit like if you were a gal on halloween and you're trying to be like a sexy traffic cone that's that's what you'd wear (laughs) that's the kind of vibe the kind of visual you need in your head if i wore like a wee cone hat like a little party hat I would look like I was trying to be a sexy traffic cone. And I can tell you for free, uh, I'll maybe be a traffic cone, but I won't be a sexy one. I'll be a wee mongo cutting about looking like an idiot. But it was the best of a bad bunch, so we've accepted that, alright? I've thrown in a few spares for good measure, because if you don't do that, you're an animal. You know what I mean? Like when you're going on holiday, do you pack one pair of pants? No, you don't. You pack 60 because I've never shit myself before in my life, but 
you're going on holiday, you get that instant panic of, what if I do? <laughs> what if I do? But also, right, the logic with that is flawed as well, because when I'm going out in a boot, like, say I was on holiday and, like, I'll go for a wee day trip or something, I'm not taking one of those spare pair of pants in my bag, just in case I shite myself. And they're just left. They're left at the hotel. So, on the off, on the off chance, if I did happen to shit myself, then... I would be fucked either way. You know what I mean? Like, those those pants are back at the hotel. There's no save in this situation. The ship is sinking. So maybe that's the moral of the story. Maybe just take a wee pair of pants with you and go, go on excursions on holiday. <laughs> I think that would ruin my holiday. I don't think I'd be able to show my face again. That would be it. I would stay in the hotel room with my many pairs of pants. Because that's the only thing I ever, like, mind to pack on holidays. People that start packing for holidays, like, a couple weeks in advance, fucking maniacs. How are you that organised? Also, I hate having the case sitting out, but how are you that organised? You came and they're like, oh, I've had things in the case for weeks. Oh, I just started packing slowly. What? What? I'm confused. I just don't understand how you have that much (laughs) ability in life. You're just much more far advanced in life than I am. I just take a handful of things that look, you know, vaguely suitable for wherever I'm going and shove them in my case. Do any of them go together? Fucking no. I'll look ridiculous the whole time. But there's stuff in there. That's, you know, all that really matters. The point is that I'm shite, right? Here the point is that I can't pack for holidays and all I'll take is pants. But, you know, at least I've got that in case of accidents. Because that does... I I keep saying, like, that's not happened to me, but it sounds like something that would happen to me. If I was really unfortunate, it does sound like something that would happen to me. Other than panic packing this week, I went to the cinema for the first time since they opened again. I was fucking buzzing about it. I love the cinema. It's just my wee happy place. It's so nice. I've spoken about this before. I take a wee face mask, a nice wee sheet mask, and chill out. Also, will take myself a blanket. I had the wild experience of these seats that recline back. It was, I was so comfortable. I've never felt that kind of comfort in my life. And it is silent. I fucking love that about the cinema. It is my favourite part. He said it's silent. And nobody else around you and be like, what's this? What's that? No, you're not allowed to speak. Them's the rules. Shut fuck up. I'll get you removed. I don't care. It's just so nice. And it's just a different vibe. See, watching films at home, I just don't think it hits the same. There's distractions. If I need to pee, I'll pause it. I'll get up. Like, And then it takes you out of the film. It's just, it's not the same. It's not ever quite as dark. There's like outside noise. There's other people cutting about. It's just, that's not as good as the cinema. I bloody love the cinema. It makes me so happy. It's such a nice little cosy safe place. I felt so happy being back there. Like honestly, reclined, my blanket on, my face mask on. Yes, I looked fucking insane. But the lights are off. And if anybody sees me and they're looking at me and they're thinking, that's quite weird then it's not my fault that I'm more entertaining than the film they're watching. 
then they should be asking for their money back. If a woman in a blanket and a face mask is more entertaining than the film they've paid to see, then I do not think they enjoyed that film very much. Because that is not very entertaining for me. And also, if they're looking at me, they should be thinking, my God, what a genius. I should do that. And I hope they do. Because they will not experience true comfort and true satisfaction in the cinema until they have. It's just the best, man. So good. So, so much better. And I've obviously missed a Tango Ice Blast because I don't know what they put in those. But they're so tasty. They're so tasty. Why do you taste so delicious? I love you. And I also think, right, the blue favour... <laughs> this is a weird, but weird tangent. But the blue fa- flavour... Flavour? Flavour. Flavour, flavour. Blue flavour. <laughs> I promise I didn't just have a stroke or anything there. I just can't speak. The blue flavour tastes the best, right? It's If you're arguing with me on that, you're wrong. I'm sorry. The blue flavour tastes the best. It's the best one. But it doesn't taste as good on its own. The red one, you need the red one. So you're like, this is good. But that one is so much better. On its own, you're like, this is good. But you really need that red one to bring up the blue. If that makes sense. I don't think it does but it's like if you <laughs> you never do that thing where you've got like two biscuits and I can never decide which one's better so I have to like take a bite and then take a bite and then take a bite nobody has to do that it's I feel like that with the <laughs> with the wee tango ice blast <laughs> that you have to just like take a bit of each or like swirl it in and it just tastes better I don't really know if any of that makes sense, but my point is, the blue one's only good because the red one's bringing it down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I were to cut about with a mediocre, attractive person, they would look supermodel standard, unholy attractive, because I'd be bringing it down. You know what I mean? Whereas they're cutting about and you're going, like, oh, they're really bonny. But if I was there to bring it down a bit, they'd be like, oh my god, they're amazing. You see, see the logic there? No? <laughs> I hope somebody understands what I'm saying because I've got to the point where I I just don't I just don't understand what I'm saying anymore. I've decided to combine two of this week's topics and give you a fun fact that covers many things. I think this is a really fun fact. You might think it's a bit shit. I don't care. My fun fact this week is there's an insurance policy that exists for death by excessive laughter at a movie theatre. That's a hoot. That, that wasn't meant to be a pun about laughter, but it was a hoot. During the 19th century, moviegoers were scared of dying due to excessive laughter, so they bought insurance through Lloyds of London. That's mental. How funny was that film? First things first, I want to know what film it was. Because what film was that funny that you think you're going to die? I would like to see that. That feels like a test. And also, too, I think dying in a movie theatre due to laughing so much would be a lovely way to go. That sounds like the best way to go to me. I would be all wrapped up in my blanket with a wee face mask on, so my face wouldn't be looking all crusty when they're taking me to the morgue. (laughs) And then I would die by laughing. That sounds fab. I'm actually very happy with that. Off the back of that, big bad Jackie Chan, apparently no insurance company will take on his films they won't insure his films because he refuses to have health insurance despite being a stuntman what jackie you crazy motherfucker he 
doesn't have any health insurance for him or his stuntmen and instead just pays for it out of his own pocket. He's like, there's too many rules. There's too many rules and they make you wear certain protective things and I don't like it. Which, you know what? I can see your point, Jackie. It's very nice you're paying for all their healthcare and that out of your own pocket, but you are insane. And that is all the shite chat that I have this week. If you'd like to tell me how I can get my car insurance cheaper, or if you are a car insurance company, then hey, let me know. You've got two days. Or if you know the film that Jackie Chan watched, Jackie Chan watched? I wonder if Jackie Chan's watched it. But if you know the film that people were so worried about laughing themselves to death by watching them please let me know because I'd bloody love to see that. You can get me on Instagram at Alex underscore Ross or Twitter at Alex C underscore Ross.